The Rays finally made a deal for a new stadium. The Tigers hired general manager, and Ronald Acuna is the first 40-70 guy in the history of Major League Baseball. It was quite a week in baseball. Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark, and this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. So we record this Sunday afternoon, and there are games being played right now, but after today, there'll be seven days left, and for... I guess most of the teams, I think there's only seven games at the most. Maybe right. I don't think there's any doubleheaders. The there could be. Well, there could be a doubleheader in there for a makeup game at this time. I, I, I don't think there is. is. Uh, so, and there's some wild uh, end-of-the-season series, which we'll discuss. There's uh, a lot of divisional series being played that are going to have impacts on final race. Yes. I think it's very interesting. The um, It's funny because uh, people were talking about the uh, – playoff teams and what if there were well, I'm making the suggestion but there's too many maybe we should have a, a little bit less but i don't really know how you can go from either 12 to 8 right in each league we well, just cut out the extra two wild cards. Uh, come out two up more wild and so would that be better would an 18 would it because right now the point i'm making is it's so exciting having well, all these teams in it that you know it kind of feels kind of cool that there's teams that aren't going to make it who are still fighting for it right now yeah exactly and, and having these exciting races coming down the pipeline i think is, is what's going to be making because you've got the al west weight race which is really exciting and then you've got the race for the second and third spot in the national wild card which is national league wild card which is really exciting as well and i think both of those are going to kind of come down to who plays best in this last week yeah yeah it's almost like i think the rangers and the mariners play seven times here in the uh end of the season and that's like a playoff series before the playoffs playoff. right yeah. exactly so and the rangers have the lead now and the mariners have uh, not had a good weekend so far as we hear on sunday they'll try to get the uh the last game salvage a game of the series tonight um but let's talk a little about the rays and and i think we've been a little hard on them for not making a deal and uh, and and getting a stadium together, oh, they, you know that whole management. And so they they finally come up with a stadium, and and it's really interesting because they came up with a domed stadium that's not retractable, and I, I assume that makes it more affordable than anything else. Um, artificial turf, uh, which is sort of like an, a raised thing. Now that's what but they are. They're keeping the vibe of the current stadium, but it's just going to be a new place because the trop isn't the most right pleasant place to and it hasn't been game. for a long yeah. time and it'll be built right next door to where the, the drop is now so good for them only thirty thousand seats and and we know today when they build stadiums it's about luxury boxes uh and and fewer seats seem to be the the way people are going right it'd be, it'd, less seats to deliver a higher overall quality viewing experience rather than having every petty but packed in these giant mega stadiums that eventually don't quite sell out i still i still think that having 50 60 thousand people there for a baseball game is is exciting and when you have a capacity of 30 it's not exactly the same right but but the problem is is you're that you only get those max capacity of 50 or sixty thousand when the team's really good or when you live in new york well if you if you built the thirty thousand seat say if you built the sixty thousand seat in st pete and the rays were bad for a couple years and you have a stadium that's half empty every single week didn't I, didn't I say that on August 5th, the major leagues averaged 38,000 attendance across baseball? So that that's averaging more than the capacity of the state. It's fine. They, look, they, they, they're building the amount of seats that work for, you know, for the situation and, and, and good for the Rays and, and good that they're going to stay in St. Pete because now that allows expansion to be looked at, right? Once the A's get their situation, it looks like they're going to go to Vegas. Now we can talk about Montreal. We can talk about Nashville, yeah. other places that, that, that are looking for teams. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, you talked about clinching last week. And so you were right. Yeah. Uh, the twins clinched that. Well, actually you weren't completely right. Cause the brewers, I think they're dormy as we say in golf, like they can't lose it, but they need to win one more to clinch. They're the, right. they have a wild card. Now they don't have the division yet. They're, so they're going to clinch. The they're going to, they're going to clinch. 
the only way is they have to lose out and the Cubs have to win out. And um, the, you know, the AL West, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and, and Mookie Betts uh, actually came up with a very interesting stat I'd never seen before this week. He, as a leadoff hitter, has 105 RBIs, which is the most RBIs for a player in the leadoff spot in the history of Major League Baseball. That's pretty impressive. Right. He beat Charlie Blackman of the, of the uh, Rockies, who had, I think, 103 in 2017. And I immediately thought, well, doesn't Schwarber bat leadoff? And, and when I went back and looked at the game logs this year, there was a, a long time that Schwarber didn't bat leadoff for, the, so, for them this year. So that would totally Bryson start. And, yeah, that'll and impact. Trey Turner, maybe yeah. they tried Trey Turner at the top of the line. So that, that's kind of so, so great job by Mookie Betts, who's having an amazing season and who won't win the MVP. No, because, you know, Acuna and him got close, and then Acuna had a great sort of run here in the middle of September that sort of thoroughly locked him in as MVP, I like to think. And, and another thing that caught my eye this week is that uh, I, I forget who wrote about it. I think it was Joe Posnanski about Schwarber and Muncy um, both having over 100 RBIs, uh, but Schwarber's hitting 198 here on Sunday and, and Muncy 213. Um, and so that's we're, we're accepting of these guys with really low averages because the other things those guys do in their ops – uh, uh, plus is something like 120 to 123, which is yeah. But but at the, on the same hand, Schwarber is only worth 0.5 WAR. Didn't that surprise you that and it was Muncie's, that little? Muncie's 2.8, but I think that's more because of the position he's playing. Right, right, I agree. And so, but but Schwarber only a, a 0.5 B WAR for the for the season, having 45 home runs and and a 120 plus offs. Wow. Right, but I think War doesn't like him very much. War doesn't like a guy that doesn't really play defense and doesn't like and hits for a really low average because even really low average, really low average. Right, sure he's driving in runs, but you expect him to when he's got forty five homers. Right, right, right. And yeah. you'd think a guy with forty five homers would drive in more runs than a hundred. Yeah, he's you know he's he, like right at a hundred. I think it's a hundred yeah three hundred three or something like that. So, uh, but the Phillies are. Uh, you know they're they're playing well. They're beating up on our Mets this weekend here in Philadelphia, um, and they've got their wild card all sewn up. Uh, so they're right. I, th- I think theor- I think they're just competing whether see they'll be the first wild card or the second. They're pretty much locked into being the first, basically. So for teams like them, uh, well, they're actually even different than the Braves. We'll talk about them as just in in the sense of the Phillies will try to set up their pitching rotation, obviously for the playoffs by the end of the week. The Braves have pitching issues with their starters because right, you mentioned guys going down. Yeah, Charlie Morton, you told me today, went right, down. Yeah, Charlie Morton went to the IL today, and so he's not going to be able to come back. And I think Max Fried is already on the IL, and I'm not sure when he's coming back. So that's back. a blow to their starting pitching. You and, bet. And you, and you have to think of your teams like the Brewers, the Phillies, and the Dodgers, that the Braves look like a much more vulnerable team. Well, the Dodgers would say, hold my beer, actually, when it comes to starting pitchers getting hurt because, or, or, or not being in the lineup for other reasons. Right, uh, but They've but, got their issues, too. Oh, yeah, but the Dodgers are thinking, okay, the Braves don't look as unassailable as they did when those two guys were in the, the starting rotation. I don't know. That, that's a hitting team. I, 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 I can't bet against yeah, that but, team. Yeah, but they don't have the same depth at starting pitching, which would have made them really difficult to beat in a series. So let's let's talk about the NL race since we're on the uh, the NL, and we've got uh, the Diamondbacks that are you know slightly ahead right now of the Marlins and, and the uh, Reds. As it is right now, the Diamondbacks and the Cubs would be your second and third wild card. So the question kind of comes down to it: Can do they, they hold on? on? Right. And oh, but you've got the Marlins that are right there with them, and then you've got the Giants and the Padres and the Reds that are all sort of lurking a little bit more. Uh, the, I, the Giants are done to me. So the Padres have been done for a while, and they lost just. But how about what happened to the Reds yesterday on Saturday? A backbreaking loss, truly. So, so you go up nine nothing, 
in the second inning or third. the third in the third inning, nine nothing, and you lose the, 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 the Pirates first. scored thirteen runs in a row. Right. Thirteen unanswered runs, and you come back and you score three runs, but that's not enough, and you lose 13 12. Oh, Yeah, and that 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 loss might break their spirits. I think so. I think like like that's just like oh no, we we had it in our in our clutches. So uh, it's going to be tough for the Reds to recover from that. Um, the Reds uh, host the Pirates obviously again today, and then they go to the Guardians for three, and they play the Cardinals for three at, at away both times. But those are two teams; those are two beatable they can win. teams. Right. So they 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 have the benefit of an easy schedule. Meanwhile, the Cubs they have one game today against the Rockies, which they're loving, but then they have to go play the Braves and then the Brewers to close out the season, and that's a rough way to end the season unless the Brewers just basically aren't playing anyone i think the braves really happen the braves and you can check this the braves probably are secure are they secure with the best record in in the league or the dodgers close enough that they could catch them if they had a good week if the dodgers had a good week and the braves had a bad week they could catch them so that will mean the braves have something to play for right. at least that the during those games because those games will be to put away and lock in the best record in the national league so, so the Cubs and, the, and then finishing with three with the Brewers. Now the Brewers are, have clinched. I don't think the Brewers can change their position at all. So they're going to be no, they're either, arranging their decks for the playoffs. The, right. Well, I think there is a world in which they become the second wild card. No, they're, they're the division champion. Well, if they they haven't locked up the division, so if they lose, well, yeah, right. they have to lose every game, and everybody else got to win but, every game. Right. So right. right. They're the division the, champion. That's a weird. Day. So I think they're locked in. And then I think the other interesting thing is so you've got the Marlins who are finishing up their series against the Brewers today, who then play the Mets for three and then finish out the season against the Pirates for three. Both are, those series are away, but winnable series for the Marlins. Now, they, they they struggled against the Mets last week. And I think another struggle in Miami, yeah, in Miami. So if they struggle against the Mets in New York, that could really doom them for the season. Yeah, I I. I Really like the way they're fighting. I think Jazz Chisholm had grand slams in consecutive games for the first time in Marlins history. I think this year, uh, this week, I should say. Um, so I, 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 and he hasn't really been playing great recently. He's no. kind of been slumping a little bit. But man, that team is plucky, and they are fighting hard. And I would not, because of their schedule, I would not bet against them this week because I could see um, the D backs actually, you know, falling back. And then the interesting thing is in the American League. You've got one wild race, and then you've got in the AL West, where you've got three teams, and then you've got two of them in the Mariner Rangers that are going to be duking it out basically this week for the division with the Astros kind of looking in on it. And then you've got the American League East, where the Orioles and the Rays are still jockeying for position and winning the division crown and getting that spot right, the other teams the wild card obviously but then you've also got the blue jays in that division sort of lurking there paying attention to what's going on in the american league west because they want to snag one of the wild card spots and one of the things that what they really need is for one of the rangers or the mariners to like sweep that series because well, that'll help them by knocking out that other team the mariners are already taking it against the rangers and if they lose today that will be the first half of the sweep because they still have uh another uh few games against the because uh, they, they rangers. need some help too because they're tied basically with those teams so you need them to kind of you need them to help keep one another down for you if you're the blue jays so so yeah the mariners finished the rangers series like we said today and then they host the astros and the astros have been 
not doing well in Kansas spend, City this yeah. weekend. Wow, what a time for them to blow it. Uh, the, the, well, Kansas City is the hottest team in baseball, really. Uh, I, I don't. Nine and one in their last ten. And the and then they host the Rangers to finish the season. The, the match. So that that probably is going to be determining at least a wild card, right, if right, not the, the division. The Mariners will one hundred percent be involved in the games that decide who's getting the playoff spots out of the AL West. Right, and 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 I, there's a scenario here that the Astros don't make it, which I would have thought impossible right, even because, even two weeks ago right, if not a week they, ago especially if they lose today they've got three tough games against the mariners and then they got to play three tough games against a hungry diamondbacks team that's also going to be in the race playing for its playoff now, that life could be a yeah. great series yeah, to yeah. close out the season because both of those teams are going to be playing for their lives most likely in that final series and not just because our team uh, is, is out of it the mets and, and have been for a long time but i was watching um, mlb this week and they went to the quadruple box with all the games that it were of of import i think they might have even more than four they can only put four up at a time um and boy was that a blast to watch all these different important games going on at the same time and this is a week you're going to be able to do that if you you know get on your screen and kind of watch that multi-view and you're going to be there because then there's going to be that and then the teams that are gearing up for the playoff races because you're going to see teams like the dodgers and the braves like we're talking about the brewers they're all going to be helping kind of line themselves up you have kyle farmer who's finally guaranteeing twins baseball victories for this postseason a team they 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 make it all the time and they just get swept yeah well they don't have their boogeyman the yankees in the playoffs this year yeah and the yankees have played well and they will factor into the playoff uh because they play the diamondbacks tomorrow on monday now to make up the rain out game today um and so and they and the diamondbacks obviously are hosting uh, the are being hosted by the Yankees at the end of the season. So uh, no, uh, they're playing the Astros. The Astros. I'm sorry. I think the Yan- so that's the only game. My bad. The Yankees are playing today. Yeah, the less impactful game in there. I, I, I don't know who they're playing the last. Two I don't think they have anybody in 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 the um yeah. Uh, actually, the the Blue Jays host the Yankees for the final three. So that's where I knew the Yankees. No, the, Blue Jays, the Rays are playing the the the, the Blue Jays play the, the next the next series is next. Right? Yeah, and then they finish Monday, Tuesday, Rays. Wednesday. Blue Jays at Yankees. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, that's going to be a very important series as well, obviously, because like you said, the Blue Jays, I don't know. I feel like they're they kind of missed their opportunity this right. weekend and a the little Yankees bit. They're playing for not finishing in last. Well, they're over 500 now, so right, but they're playing for not finishing in last behind the Red Sox, because that would at least help them this season. It wasn't quite as a disaster as it was when they went all the way from first to last. Yeah, that's another conversation, I guess, altogether is how is it important if you finish, how important it is if you, you don't want to finish fourth last. or fifth. Yeah, well, you know, the Mets don't want to finish last behind the plucky Nationals any more than the Yankees want to finish behind the plucky Red Sox. So um, a couple of you know, any good weeks. Uh, let's talk about some of the guys well, that I had think, I think great weeks. You had a couple guys that had really, really impressive weeks. Sonny Gray had a couple huge starts for the the Twins that helped them lock in their playoff. Uh, He's pitched very well for them this year. Mm-hmm. And then we did mention that Acuna got his forty seventy mark this week. Right, right. Which I mean, first guy, first guy ever. And I think we'll see more guys with that stolen base total. I think you won't see many guys putting up both of those in the same season anytime soon. But then you even had guys like, you know, Andres Jimenez coming on for the Guardians at the end of this year is an important thing for them because he was so good for them last year. That team is so hurting for offense that if he's starting to kind of look like the guy he was for them last year, that at least gives them something to be excited about. Well, it means that they can look to other places to try to fill needs if they think he's going to be able to hack it for them next year. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously, J.D. Martinez had an unbelievable week hitting five home runs and Ozzie Albies hit seven this week. 
Yeah, I, you know, and the Braves. And so we're going to, our, our next episode is going to be uh, about something that I kind of came up with called total basis per plate appearance as a measure of hitter effectiveness. And and we'll talk about teams, actually, because I, I, got, I got into that. I wrote an article about players. But team-wise, the Braves, this year's Braves, and I'm teasing this out ahead of the episode, will finish with the highest total basis per plate appearance average for a team in the history of Major League Baseball. That's what you're going to get when you have a guy... Team filled with guys hitting they got nine guys that can do it, right? I mean, that's that's just amazing. Um, but to be the, you know, it's the first time I've ever looked at this stat and to find that there's a team this year that's going to have the all-time record, it's amazing. So we'll talk more about that right, in the next right, podcast. Right. Oh, yeah. Listen in for that one. But uh, that's how good this Braves team is, which is right. why I think in the right. playoffs, seen, they're a tough we've out. We've seen unbelievable, and there's some other offenses that are on that list, most famously the 2001 Mariners that were an unbelievable regular season offense that also flamed out in the first round of the playoffs. So, Regular season offensive success is not always a portent of future postseason success. There is no doubt about that. And um, let's talk just for a second because this week Garrett Cole put in, I think, one or two starts that solidified him as the hands-down choice for the Cy Young in the yeah. American League, right? I think he's got it. But in the National League, I think it's kind of fallen apart. What we thought was sure isn't anymore. I have no idea who the National League Cy Young right, is. Because Gallon tripped and fell. Uh, Justin Steele tripped and be, fell a little might bit. Go to one Blake of Snell, uh, yeah. Strider, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I'd say it's Snell's to Zach lose. Wheeler, maybe? I think Out of nowhere? <laughs> I think it's Snell's to lose right now. Yeah, but, I, but if Gallon or Steele has an unbelievable start to well, Gallon's pitching today, and he's right, pitching okay he so far. A, if he pitches again on like Friday or something, well, they may need him on Friday, and they wouldn't want to pitch him, but they have to. They, but they might have to, and he has like an unbelievable start to get them to the postseason. That could like push him over the line or something, just because it'll be fresh in everybody's mind. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an amazing week. Um, we should think about doing our wrap up show. Maybe we'll do it after all the games next Sunday night because the season will be over, right? Yeah, and, and so that we will be able to talk about the playoffs a little bit, what the matchups will look like. We'll have a good idea of what, what's coming down the pipe. We'll even be able to kind of preview some awards and give our our thoughts on that. And I mean, it's been a really exciting season for baseball. So I mean, I hope all our listeners out there are. You know, contact us. Let us know if there's any races that you're particularly interested in seeing or just what you're excited to see as we get down and sort of lock in all our playoff spots and get ready for some postseason baseball. I think this is the fourth episode that we've done this this week in baseball thing will be added to to the weeklies. And I know I'm really enjoying doing them and we're getting great feedback. I mean, people seem to like this and we try to do it quick and keep it snappy. If you've got, you know, ideas for how we can add something that's not in there, anything that you thought we should bring up, just let us know. Let us know. But uh, again, thanks for listening and tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Follow us on Twitter at Almost Cool.